Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. Best part of this uh, upcoming year and a half, two years, is that um, everybody has dropped the pretenses. They're no longer uh, playing the safe game. They got liberated by the the likes of uh, AOC, or as Mark Levin refers to her, AOC. Crazy eyes. Um, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, she said that uh, she wanted a top marginal income tax rate of 70%. She, she said it on 60 Minutes, so it's not like uh, um, she went out there and got caught in a, you know, <laughs> off the cuff. You don't go on 60 Minutes without feeling somewhat prepared. But guess what? Representative Ilhan Omar, the Somalian... Um, American from Minnesota has now suggested that the rich could pay even more. There are a few things that we can do, Representative Omar said in an interview with Through Her Eyes, which is a uh, Roku channel. She said one of them is that we can increase the taxes that people who are that people are paying who are the extremely wealthy in our communities. So 70 percent, 80 percent. We've had it as high as 90%, so that's a place we can start. The 1% must pay their fair share, she continued. She mentioned the tax increase as a way to pay for programs like Medicare for All and the Green New Deal being championed by AOC. The national defense budget is another area that Representative Omar has her eye on. I'm also one that really looks at the defense budget that we have that has increased nearly 50% since 9-11. And so most of the money that we have in there is much more than we spend on education and on health care. Well, because you silly ninny, if we're not safe, you, it won't matter what kind of education or health care you have if you're dead. You know, why don't you look at your homeland, Somalia, and see what happens when you don't have national security? Just saying. Representative Omar also spoke with Through Her Eyes. I've never seen the show, but I, I really I have to watch this. It sounds hilarious. Um, that uh, Somali culture and the Muslim religion and her very personal decision to wear a hijab. I was a teenager when 9-11 happened, Omar explained. And I really was uncomfortable with many members of our community feeling like they had to strip themselves of their identity in order to mitigate the violence and the fears that they were feeling. And I thought, you know, the best thing I could do was to make sure I was visually showing up in every aspect of society as a visible Muslim so that people can start to associate positive interactions with Muslims. They have already filmed a documentary about her. Time for Ilhan. Yeah, and uh, AOC got one too. AOC. Yes, refer to her by her real name, AOC. But they just came out. How do they already have a documentary? 
What's a fair what share? What's a fair share? Someone needs to tell fair me what share? a fair share is. They keep using this term, pay their fair share. Who gets to decide what the fair share is? Do, does uh, Representative know. Omar get to decide? Does uh, Bernie Sanders get to decide? Does Donald Trump get to decide? Who gets to decide that? I don't think there's ever going to be a fair share. Because somebody's always going to pay a little bit more than yeah, anybody else. I don't else. know what the purpose of a fair share is. How about you just make it equitable? Unless you can do it like a flat tax, ah. that would be the only way. Thank you. You read my mind. If you, wanted, deal. Remember that? if you want it to be fair, then you have to have a flat tax. Because if there's a flat tax and you're a gazillionaire, your portion is going to be ten times what everybody else is. If it's a ten percent um, tax, you will pay a tenth of a gazillion. But you can't cheat it. It has to be... You right, know, like, you can't uh, have any of yeah. the special perks and uh, you know the gimmies that government always likes to offer people. No, you have to have a flat tax, and everybody pays that flat tax. It is inordinately fair. If you're only making twenty thousand dollars a year, you won't even have to pay a tax. Okay, they're not going to take your two hundred dollars. They're not going to take a two thousand dollars. They're not going to take anything from you. There'll be a bottom, and there'll be no top. So that, for instance. If uh, Bill Gates last year, or let's use Jeff Bezos, it's even more fun, right? If Jeff Bezos last year made a billion dollars and he pays a tenth of a billion dollars, it will be substantially more than he's paying now. Let me just say that. It will also be substantially more than Hobo has to pay. Hobo won't have to pay anything, most likely. Yeah. I mean, that, I agree is that with fair? This. I do agree with the flat tax, as long yeah. as you don't work the system see i believe there shouldn't even be a bottom I, i'm gonna allow there to be a bottom because uh, people will grimace and go crazy if you, you say i think everybody should have some skin in the game yeah i agree you know agree. if it's 10 percent and you make thirty thousand dollars then you got to come up with your 10 percent. that's all and that's it and and once you've paid that 10 percent, you should be done and not have to be uh, asked for anything else um now you know, if you live in a state and you have to pay property taxes, okay. But none of this state income tax crap that has ruined uh, New York and California and places like that and have everybody running down here to Texas. And I don't blame them. When I came down here, I'll never forget, and I didn't come down here because of the taxes. I was young, naive, and could have cared less about the taxes. I was just beginning to pay taxes, really. And so it wasn't, you know, something I thought about very often. But when I got down here... And the first April rolled around and I went to the uh, accountants because we had an accountant because we opened up a business right away. And I said, OK, I need your help in doing my taxes. I found I can get the federal forms at the post office, but I haven't been able to find the um, state forms or the county of Broward forms or the city of Pompano Beach forms. And the tax preparer looked at me and goes, uh, but bing, we don't have those taxes down here. And I remember going home, and I remember saying to my husband, we don't pay a state tax in Florida. We don't have to pay a county tax in Florida. We don't have to pay a city tax in Florida. Because we came from New York, where we paid city, state, there is federal, and uh, and property taxes. City taxes? Yes. New York City? I, well, I, didn't, oh. I don't know. I'm only How do you think Florida. the Blasio gets to do this crap? It seems very abundant. Ah, uh, needless. You know what California's like? My son in Los Angeles and my daughter in San Francisco pay more than half of their salary in taxes. And I mean a good deal more than half.
and it's getting worse. They get nickeled and dimed on now buying water. Oh, my son doesn't mind. It's only a couple of pennies. You know, let me tell you something. For a lot of Americans who don't live in the strata that my kids happen to be blessed and fortunate enough to live in, they can't afford to pay all those taxes. It is crippling them. It's easier for them to move to a state where at least they don't have to be paying, you know, multiple taxes every April. But, you know, according to uh, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar and Congresswoman Ayok, um, it, we're not paying our fair share unless we're paying more than uh, 90%, 70%, 80%, 90%. I mean, just the thought of that. Imagine working. Um, yeah, and, no, and, that's nuts. And every dollar you make, you get to keep 20 cents or 10 cents. It's why would you bother working? Even if you're making a bunch of money. And I think it would be more insulting if I made that much more money and I'm only getting 10 cents to the dollar. It's crazy. Why would you do it? I would stop working and live off whatever I had made. To that point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and and, and just call it a day. Go off the grid. I don't know what I would do, but yes. the idea that I'm going to stand by. Well, what happens is people leave the country. If they're going to be taxed at 90%. They will expatriate. They'll take all their money somewhere else. Because, of course, a country's going to open a door to them. Do you think Jeff Bezos is going to pay 90 cents on a dollar? No. No, neither and, do and I. if they did do that to him, he'd just go to another country that would charge him less taxes. And if they didn't have that law in the books, they would make it work for him. He does it already. He takes lots of his money and places it outside. See, I don't like that. Well, you know, we, need to, we need to fix that. Because... Yeah, make a fair tax a flat tax or a fair tax for that. and then he won't have to do that and nobody would have to do that because i don't think he'd object to paying you know 15 percent of his have income they, have they done a study to show how much money is avoided in taxes every year when people yes. do that I, 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 what's the ballpark is it like a, it's gotta be oh, like a trillion oh many hundreds of billions really yeah I wonder how much stuff that could get fixed if we had that tax money. But they're not interested in fixing it. That's what you don't understand. Then they don't have this weapon that they can wield at every election. The rich are getting richer and the poor are not getting ahead. And we don't have proper education. So, Although here in Florida, we're about to get proper education, yeah, thanks God. to Governor Ron DeSantis, who yeah. abolished Common Core. Am I allowed to say that anymore, thank God? Yeah, um, no. no. So, do it the Marion Williamson thing. Thanks to the higher power. Okay, you All can right. you can do that. Okay, that's what yeah. I'll start saying. Yeah. Okay. Good. And 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 don't say it into a microphone. Either. I know. I'm probably going to get in trouble now. You might. You might. Um, which is why I'm going to say uh, congratulations to Sarah Huckabee, who uh, I didn't play the sound yesterday, but she said that she thought God had uh, put Donald Trump in the in the presence presidency, and she was mocked. Had you ever heard anybody else say that before? What by saying they think that that I that they thought that it had to be God for any president? I guess no, no. It's particularly about Donald Trump. Or were you not working with me at the time when no, I said? I mean, it? if somebody said it about Obama, I'm sure somebody would have. Many people said it about Obama. They had pictures of him with a halo over his head, right? Yeah, and they also had him in horns. So that was all over the place with him. They had him in horns. Yeah, they put devil horns on Obama too. I've seen everything. Okay, I mean, maybe, but but let's uh, let's not uh, pretend that uh, crediting a higher power for the Trump presidency was going to get her into all kinds of trouble, and she did it anyway. I love this lady; she's good people. I don't understand why people of faith get so much flack. For, it's, it's because this is why 
if you think that there is a God and that he's watching you, but listen to me. If you think there is a God and that he's watching you, your behavior is going to conform to what God wants it to be. The atheists and the secularists and all of these AOCs and, and the Muslims and everybody else don't want you to play by any rules other than the ones they establish. They don't want you answering to a higher power. The higher power to them is the government. And in the case of, uh, of Elon Omar, the higher power is something based on a guy who literally murdered Christians and Jews to get to become the leader of a, a sect and then married a seven-year-old. But hey, I don't want to confuse her with the facts. Sometimes I, um, uh, I'll look for confirmation for a particular story and not find it uh, quickly enough and, and let the story go. That was taught to me by my friend Karen Curtis, who, who kept me from jumping the shark, so to speak. And that's uh, what I talked about with this Jesse Smollett story, which is still unfolding. You know, I mean, there's a lot on both sides. Um, but I got to tell you, they, you know, for a very long time, I've been telling people that it's insane to keep talking about Russian collusion and to say that somehow this president is being held hostage by Vladimir Putin. So somebody help me out here. We just pulled out of a Cold War era nuclear treaty because Moscow has violated the pact with impunity. It continues to develop banned miss missiles. And President Trump said that Russia has been secretly developing a prohibited missile system that poses a direct threat to our allies and troops abroad. He said the U.S. has adhered to the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty since it was signed in 1987, but Russia has not. We cannot be the only country in the world unilaterally bound by this treaty or any other, Trump said in a written statement. Some analysts worry the demise of the centerpiece of superpower arms control could fuel a new arms race. U.S. officials fear that China, which is not a party to the treaty, is gaining a significant military advantage in Asia by deploying large numbers of missiles with ranges beyond the treaty's limit. Trump said the U.S. will suspend its obligations under the treaty on Saturday, meaning it will be freed from its constraints that included the banning of testing and deployment of missiles. At the same time, the U.S. will begin withdrawing from the treaty, which will be effective in six months. So let me ask you a question. Does somebody who is afraid that they're going to be outed by Vladimir Putin sock it to Moscow this way? They give him 60 days to return to compliance or we go or we're out. And that 60 days expired on Saturday. They have not complied. And this president has pulled this out. Now, let me tell you something. Because they go after him with such a passion, the left, the Democrats, the media, they have crippled him in terms of what he can do to uh, drive a wedge between China and Russia. Okay, they made it impossible for him to do a lot of things. And guess what? We see China and Russia beginning to cooperate more and more. I, I despise the left and the media for literally hating him more than they love this country. They have made it a more dangerous place 
for all of us. Their hatred for the president. And now, uh, finding out today that one of my close, what I thought closest friends, isn't talking to me over politics anymore. I hate them all the more. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. Welcome back, Joyce Kaufman, with you. And wow, an hour and a half left of the week. This has been a crazy week. It really has. When, when was the last time we didn't have a crazy week? Would be uh, a question. But this is this is crazy. Jobs winter blowout. Did you see these numbers? Payroll surges by three hundred and four thousand, in spite of or despite the government shutdown. That's non-farm payrolls surging by 304,000, according to the Labor Department. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones had expected payrolls to rise by only 170,000. There were revisions. December's big initially reported gain of 312,000 was knocked all the way down to 222, while November's rose from 176 to 196. The unemployment rate ticked higher to 4%, a level where it has last been in June a likely effect of the shutdown, according to the Labor Department. So it, all I hear about, and you all can, can you know, concur with me, is what a mess everything is, right? And then you look at these figures and you realize that's not the experience that Americans are having. And it's all about the experience that they're having. You know, uh, people vote their pocketbooks. People vote the... Um, their realities. They don't spend all their time, unless they happen to be Democrats in politics, looking over their shoulders to see what the guy next to them is doing or making. Most of us, you know, most of us are grateful that we have jobs. And most of us uh, understand that if it weren't for people who had resources, there wouldn't be businesses and we wouldn't have jobs. Most of us just want to be able to, to make it. So if you have a hundredth straight month of increased employment, then I would say um, most people are feeling okay. Maybe not great, but okay. The idea that all you get to read about or all you get to hear about are uh, you know negative news stories, it, it, it makes you believe something that's simply not true. Because this market was just, I mean, the, the, the labor market was just tested. You had a 35-day government shutdown. You had the market going sideways, downwards, uh, I mean, a mess. You had all this, uh, you know, uncertainty about what was happening in the rest of the world. And yet somehow the U.S. labor market gets through it, passes with high marks, notching its 100th straight month of increased employment and gro- and a robust wage growth. Uh, you know, somebody explained that to me. How could things be so bad and why do we need to tax people at 90%? With an economy cranking, 
we should have plenty of money. They've collected more money in taxes this year than um, you you could imagine. Sometimes when I look at these these numbers, they blow my mind. And yet, they it's not enough money. We're in debt and we're borrowing. And their answer for this, the 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 opposition party, the the resistance, the Democrats, their answer is to tax people more. You know, they 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 mask it by saying we just tax rich people more but you can't just tax tax rich people more because when you tax those rich people it affects their businesses which affects their ability to hire and to sustain employees and certainly to give employees raises that goes right out the window so you you have a net effect that drags the economy down and yet you know that's all they got to run on medicare for all uh, you know, what is it that they want to do? Uh, revoke all of the student loans? Uh, it's it's just, it's almost as if they have never taken any economics classes, half of these people. Like when they get up there to Washington as a newly elected congressperson, are they sat down with a number of like economics geniuses who explain to them how this stuff really works. The only reason I have a fair knowledge of how it works, I'm not a genius and I'm not an expert, but I have a pretty fair knowledge is because I watch it so closely and because I study it so often. I expected, however, that the shutdown would have a dramatic effect on the jobs picture. I did. That's what I expected. You know, that, that seemed to fit. And in fact, not not so. You know, now people are, you know, we're already moved to the next question, right? As soon as we get a good jobs report, this is how the media handles it. M- mind you, not in the era of Trump, but only in the, not in the era of Obama, only in the era of Trump. Their already headlines are, jobs report will change the Fed's wait and see stance on interest rates. Now, we have no evidence of that. None at all. You know, this was, uh, at best, an awkward jobs report for the Fed. The Fed just told us they're not planning on any more rate increases for a while. And then the job market comes in super strong. So what do you think happens now? You know, that's the question they want to know. How about nothing happens now? How about the effect shouldn't have any, shouldn't be called in. You're not going to rein it in now. The economy is um, literally doing very well. And that's why it's so amazing to me that you can't get one positive news story about this president, not one. They immediately want to know whether or not the Fed's going to change their mind because of the good jobs report. Not congratulations on the good jobs report. It's it's funny, but not not so funny. And then we had the uh, earnings reports. Some of them are starting to trickle in, and uh, you had all these people anticipating and predicting a slowing growth for the you know for for Bezos and Amazon. The slock the slock the stock was down. The stock was sliding because the. Uh, Chief financial officer said the spending would increase because they were expanding uh, their headquarters, building a new headquarters. 
And look at this. Amazon.com brought in $3 billion in profit because of record-breaking holiday sales. The uh, slowing growth predictions may have kept its stock from reaping the rewards. The online retailer reported fourth quarter earnings of $6.04 a share on revenue of $72.4 billion on Thursday. Those are records, quarterly records for Amazon. And strong increases from the 2017 holiday shopping season. In other words, they did much better when they had reported $3.75 a share on $60.5 billion. Now, let, let me explain why I find these numbers so amazing when you, when you really start to talk about them. People were predicting that Amazon was not going to do well during this holiday season. I'm just going to use myself and the people in my immediate circle, okay? So like my closest friends, the people I go to church with, the people I, you know, uh, associate with on the outside of work, okay? More than 70% of them did almost 100% of their holiday shopping on Amazon. I'm talking about 7 out of 10 people. And I, I tabulated it. I wanted to know. Did most, if not all, of their shopping. I literally bought um, less than 5% of gifts not on Amazon, you know, in, uh, in a store. That's crazy. So for you to see numbers like that in my circle, not rich, not, not struggling, you know, people, middle-income people who have elected and opted by virtue of convenience and even by pricing. If you're an Amazon Prime person and you're not paying for shipping, you can't beat it. You know, if I got to go out and fight crowds and stand on lines at malls or in Walmart, how does that, uh, you know, how does that measure out? My time is worth more than that. So Amazon did get a big bump. And it's because people, I, my friends and I weren't the only ones who did this. Now that we can see that, uh, you know, nothing terrible is going to happen to you if you shop online and that most of your gifts, if they say they're going to be delivered on time, will be delivered on time. You know, the only gift that was not delivered on time to my home was not an Amazon gift. It was a Barnes and Noble book and it still hasn't arrived, although they, I, the money was taken out of my credit card. I've been waiting for the wimpy, uh, whatever that book series of book is called. The wimpy well, diary, diary of a, of a wimpy, wimpy kid. I was I ordered the uncommitted or whatever the newest one is for my grandson on Barnes and Noble because they had it and Amazon was saying I had to wait till after Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I ordered it. It was supposed to get there on December twenty fourth. Uh, it is still not arrived. Okay. Wow, it's early. <laughs> I already bought the book at Walmart for him. You know because I already read it. <laughs> He's already read it, exactly, and they still haven't delivered. And every time I call Barnes & Noble and say, hey, look, you know, I've got the, you, you took the money, you know, the money's gone for my, I paid it. that already, you know. I want, I want something in place of the book. I don't need the book anymore, but I want a credit. Yeah. Uh, well, the book is on its way. Well, too bad. I don't need the book now. We're two months later, you know, almost. That's the thing that irritates me with the online shopping stuff. When but stuff Amazon's not like that. It comes when it says it's coming. I'm looking right now. I just got texted that the package I was waiting for today is at my doorfront. Well, they're the best to do it. The best. The best. 
Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos deserves every nickel he earned. All right, so that's my uh, little take on uh, Amazon's record-breaking numbers and on the jobs report, which is also record-breaking, because, of course, you're not going to hear that on any of the regular stations. Uh, they're too busy telling you that, I don't know what, the, what they're telling you, but uh, it, it probably has something to do with collusion. <laughs> I don't know what. Um, we did see the worst January box office ever. And uh, you, you got to admit that nobody's in the movies when I go to the movies. I remember when I was young, you would go to a movie on a Saturday afternoon and there would be literally, you know, a packed house. Sometimes you had to sit next to somebody you didn't even know. You know, now I go to the movies and, uh, you know, maybe there's three people in each row and empty rows all the time. Maybe it's the movie theaters that I go to, but it's I... It's the movies you're watching. Well, I went to see Aquaman or whatever, uh, you know, isn't that the very popular box office head? I went to see, uh, yeah. you know, um, I mean, sometimes I do go to more obscure movies, but I, I try to go see those. What do you mean sometimes? Majority of the movies you like to see are in an upper age demographic, let's just say. An upper age demographic? I beg your pardon. <laughs> I like do that. not go to those. I go to movies like Sniper. That's not an upper age demographic. Besides those. Where so then, name one. Murdering. Name one upper age uh, movie that I've I seen the lately. Shape of Water or something. What's I something? didn't want to see that. That was a, that won an Academy Award. I did not want to see that. That was accidental. But that is, I would believe, I would put that in the upper echelon. No, her. that's an independent film. That's a, that's your age, but you know, with more education. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Shape of Water is like the kind of movie that like my kids go to. They think it's so uh, avant-garde and, and yeah. artistic, you know, and I think it's just crap, you know. Um, I'd rather see movies. Aquaman than... than you uh, just wanted to see him shirtless. That's the only reason you want to see Aquaman, let's be honest. He's something, I'll tell you. Exactly. He's really something. That, that's, uh, but I understand he's like not a nice guy. That's a what? new story. Yeah. Why are they saying he's not a nice guy? Everything I've seen of the guy, he seems awesome. Well, he is married to Lisa Bonet. That's nice. Um, and how he acts with his fans and everything is awesome. Really? Yeah. Somebody said he's not very nice on the set and things like that. Not somebody. But, I read it I on mean, some stupid OK magazine. Well, or, that's your problem is you have these OK magazines everywhere. I know. Somebody asked me the other day, like, wh why do you have all these subscriptions? And I, I could not explain yeah, why I do. They're all junk. You don't have one that's, like, factual. No, I don't bring the ones that are factual. I yeah, you like the, all the I, fake It's news. not mine. It's, it's not yours? It's, it has your name on it. How is it not yours? It's a long story. They were gifts. And I hate to tell the person who gave them to me that I'm totally uninterested in that stuff. No, you're interested in them. Because, because I am interested in yeah, them. Yeah, because right. every single day you used to come in here and be like, can you believe Brad and Angelina Jolie have 37 kids and somewhere? Well, like, what? Megan Markle is oh, having yeah, twins. Oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. They had well, secret twins behind some trailer. Did I not say that, that J Jamie and, uh, and uh, Katie were getting married? Who? Jamie Foxx and uh, Katie from oh. Tom Cruise's life, Holmes. Did they get married? I think so. 
You think so? <laughs> this this is accurate news as it's fine as Karen. Karen right now is ripping her hair out if she's listening. <laughs> well, she doesn't Thanks like so. when I read those magazines, but yeah, no. but they're fun to read. They're great airplane reading when you don't have a yeah, whole when lot you're of completely bored and you want yeah. to read lies. Yeah. Um, let's see, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. Let's see, we'll find out if Not they married. did get married. I don't think they got married. Um, no, they didn't get married. <laughs> How their relationship Shocking. is evolving. Oh, it's evolving now. <laughs> they went from dating in, in hiding obscurity to maybe going out together. That's, yeah. that's the only way of They're getting more serious. Yeah. How would they know? I don't know. The relationship mind? seems so much more serious. A source told People Magazine. Because they went to dinner. No, no, they were uh, out there on uh, like a cruise ship oh, or something. Oh, wow. that means it's serious. Yeah, well, if you leave like the that. house together. I, if I didn't get these kinds of magazines, I wouldn't know what was going on with the, you know Bindi Irwin and people like that. Uh, uh, what was the guy? The the aerobics guy, Russell? Not Russell. Richard. Richard Simmons. Yeah. What is up with Richard?